0: Hey there friend, welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra Stockland. A former boutique owner myself, I love nothing more than chatting with you about all things boutique business. Each week, I'll tackle a new business concept and help break it down into bite sized actionable steps that will give you the confidence to build a profitable business. Now, let's get started. hello everyone welcome to our q a session here in the boutique collective during masterclass week this is always such a fun session i love it i'm gonna just move my camera here and welcome all of you guys here into the room as we get ready to answer some awesome questions. I've got a page full of questions, some of them I copied and pasted, typed out, and then I got some last minute ones. So in my crazy chicken scratch, I have them written down along with the names of those who asked. So I'm super excited just to dive in to what you guys wanna know as it pertains to holiday planning. Hi Beth, how are you? Hello, hello, Beth is one of the coaches over in the Boutique Workshop, which is kind of a neat, um, not kind of, it is a neat um, added benefit that we didn't talk about yesterday. So in the Boutique Workshop, of course, I do all the main coaching. I'm present, I'm around all the time, except for Sundays and Saturdays and evenings or nights because we talk a lot about time management over there. And so we follow that schedule ourselves and work with our members um, that way. But otherwise I'm always available, present, answering all the comments, the questions, doing lives like this, coaching calls, all the things. But we also have a couple additional coaches. Coach Beth and Coach Heather are both boutique owners themselves living in the boutique space right now. They have boutiques, they're building and growing. And they offer coaching opportunities as well. So Beth um, really focuses on Shopify. So if you have a Shopify system, if you use Delirious Profit, or you're like, what's Delirious Profit? Um, It's actually an awesome app that helps you see all of your numbers. um, So you can really get the data and info that you need. Coach Beth works with all of us on systems, processes, and all things Shopify, which is awesome. She's constantly making tutorials for us and spreadsheets and all the tools that we need to be successful. And then Coach Heather works specifically on finding your brand voice. So if you are really struggling with how to post, what to post on social media, how to write emails, how do you speak to your customers, what do your customers like, really know about your brand, Are you being really clear when you're talking about your brand? Um, Heather works specifically on those things with our clients and members inside the Boutique Workshop. So not only do you get all the coaching with me, you get the coaching with the other coaches as well. And we have guest experts. I can go on and on with all the benefits. Um, But we have a Facebook ads guest expert that comes in every single month and teaches us and talks to us about how to maximize and use Facebook ads. We have an email and text marketing expert. Liz is our partner that way. She comes in once a month and does an hour line class on how to really maximize email systems, how to create email flows, how to create a a really solid texting service. And then we have an accountant that comes in from Harquin Bookkeeping and they talk about things related to accounting and numbers. So those are all added benefits that you can definitely you know, participate in if you want to, you don't have to, but they're available to you. And every single one of those calls and classes are always recorded so you can watch them later as well. Hello, Patty. All right. So let's go ahead and start talking through the questions that we have today. We're going to spend about 30, 40 minutes together. Rapid fire. I've got the question. I have my input that I will give you, and then um, I'll have you guys on your way so you can go back to building your businesses. All right. I do have a couple of giveaways. I'm gonna sprinkle them throughout today's Q&A session, so stay tuned, listen up, and have your fingers ready, okay? Before we get started, I want each of you guys to drop in the comments here um, what the weather's like today. Tell me what your weather is like wherever you are watching from. So maybe it's rainy, stormy, maybe it's hot and humid, maybe you are um just seeing fall the crispness of fall come in air is nice and clean and crisp and cool um drop in the comments let us know where you're at and what the weather is like and that's going to be our first giveaway okay so i want you to drop in the comments where you're from what your weather's like you'll get an extra entry bonus entry if you drop a little emoji in the comments to describe your weather, okay? And we're gonna be giving away some more coffee, some more Starbucks gift cards. So drop in the comments, let me know where you're from, what your weather's like, and a bonus entry for showing us how you can use the emojis to explain what it feels like in the weather today. All right, as you guys are feverishly typing away, let's go ahead and dig into our first question. So Anne, Anne Jones actually um, submitted this question. She said, would love some advertising tips um, no one reads a paper anymore. People um, have XM radio, so they're not really listening to regular radio with commercials. Facebook algorithms aren't very friendly. I've been open about six months. Would love some advertising tips. So, and first of all, I would tell you, inside the boutique workshop, when you sign up and you join us, the first thing you need to do is take the vision challenge. So you're going to go back. You're going to take the vision challenge which is really gonna help you hone in on exactly who your customer is and why does this matter for what kind of advertising? Because if you don't know who your customer is, what her pain points are and what she even cares about, where she shows up and where she spends her time, I could give you amazing advertising tips that would not even work for your business. Example, you all are boutique owners. If I decided I was going to advertise on Twitter because it's the newest, greatest thing and advertising's available on Twitter, which it actually is now. Maybe it's really inexpensive and I've seen other people you know, really be successful with it. I could put all my, my eggs in the Twitter basket and I would never be able to talk to you. You would never see it because you guys don't live on Twitter, you live on Facebook, okay? You live on Facebook because that's where your customers are, that's where your wholesalers are, that's where you're finding inventory, that's where you're talking to each other you're living on Facebook. So it makes sense for me as I know my customer to find you to reach out my hand and invite you to come on into the coaching space through Facebook. So Anne, the number one thing I want you to do when you join the boutique workshop is I want you to find that vision challenge and take it. It's going to help you define who your core customer is. It's an avatar exercise. You've only been open six months, which is awesome because you can you already have kind of a Rolodex of who your best customers have been, and we're going to use that to go through and figure out what that profile looks like. Once you know that, where she spends her time, what her pain points are, where she hangs out, you're going to have a better idea of advertising. And then when it comes to advertising and marketing, I like to get really creative. I'm not one to say, just go spend $1,000 here, spend 500 bucks there, you gotta spend money to make money. Um, I think you need to invest in your business in order to see fruits of your labor. I don't think you can always show up and do all the free stuff and never choose to fully invest because there's something about exchanging a dollar for something that invests us in that project, right? if plays and concerts were all free, we would all get all the tickets but then things would come up, right? We wouldn't show up for them. Oh, it was, you know, I don't have anything invested. I'm not gonna show up. When we spent $150 for a concert ticket, you better believe it, we're gonna show up and attend that concert, right? When our customers have to come into our store and exchange dollars for the inventory we give them, you better believe that they're gonna love what they're buying. They're gonna think about that purchase. The same thing is gonna happen to you um, once you really understand your core customer where she's spending her time, Um, you can go out and you can really figure out how to get really creative with marketing that doesn't cost you a lot of money, but will be a little bit of an investment so that you track and measure the results. So in the holiday planning that we're gonna go into depth with in the boutique workshop in the month of September, this is what we're gonna be doing. We're actually gonna do a mini avatar exercise because a lot of the members have done the Vision Challenge before. We're gonna go back and do another mini avatar exercise. And then as we plan out our events for the next four months and think about how we're gonna get the word out to other people, we'll know some creative ways that we can market and advertise that are not just throwing money at TV, throwing money at radio and those conventional things that like you mentioned Anne, don't really work. All right, let's jump into the next question. Um, all right, let's look here though. Kansas, sunny and hot. Love it. Oh, what a cute emoji, Patty. I love that little sunshine with the cloud. Love, love, love. Hey there. Hi, Brianna. All right, let's dive into the next question. This is from Jennifer. Jennifer said, I have a question. My brick and mortar construction was delayed due to COVID. Yes, oh my goodness. Everywhere, so annoying. Um, I I was supposed to open in May and finally can now open in September. So I have a summer stock um, lined up. She has summer stock galore as well as 4th of July, back to school. I feel really weird putting these things out. And then she goes on in some other comments to just mention like, should I put them out? Should I not put them out? Should I save them for the next year? And you know, Jennifer, this is a dilemma that you have in you know, mass quantity <laughs> because you bought for the summer and now we're heading into the fall. But I think all of us struggle with this from time to time, right? We over-purchase a pre-pack. We buy too much of you know, something that we think is going to do amazing in the spring and then the weather is delayed. We have crazy, rainy, cool summer and so no one buys all the tank tops and we have to decide, do we hold them over? What do we do with them? So Jennifer's question was her construction was delayed. She has so much summer inventory, including some 4th of July stuff. Now it's fall, it feels weird putting it out. Should I hold on to it? Should I put it out? What should I do? So I'm just gonna give you my two cents. Um, And again, you guys are the experts in your business. I have information to offer you, a new perspective to think about, a new way to look at the way that you're running your business. We can't keep doing the same thing over and over and expect different results. Um, but you are the expert in your business. You know your market, you know your weather, you know your, um, your city, you, you know where your location is, um, is booming, what, what's happening in your community. And so take what I say and just make it make sense for the business model that you have. So the first thing I would tell you is that there was a quote that I had yesterday and this is gonna be a giveaway. So get your typing fingers ready, everyone. I want you to fill in the blank. Okay, and by the way, Emily's on here. She is the queen of helping me know who wins things. So she'll be watching. She'll pick the winner for another Starbucks gift card. So I said something about cash yesterday. Okay, I said something about cash and I say it a lot. If you've listened to podcasts, you've heard it. Cash is what? Okay, it has to do with the things that we sell. Inventory is what? If you guys can write that quote down, I want you to write that in here for me. Someone type that in. What did I say yesterday about cash? I know you hear it all the time, Emily. Yes, Christy. Inventory is cash in boxes and cash on hangers. So I want you to think about this, Jennifer. Your opening was delayed due to COVID. You couldn't help that, right? You purchased with your best guess of when you would open. It didn't happen. And now you're opening. Does it make more sense for you to hang on to that inventory, to have it folded nicely in the beautiful plastic, in the poly bags, up on a shelf, waiting for next July or June, May, August? Or does it make more sense for you to have cash right now? So some of the answer is going to have to do with your cash situation. If you have a lot of cash available to you so you can go out and buy the inventory that you need for your store, and it's truly boxes of beautiful inventory, all of the size runs, and it will display beautifully come April 1st, it might be something that you wanna hang on to, right? If you have enough cash to go buy the inventory and stock your store with what you need to stock it with come your opening in September in a couple weeks, then maybe you want to hold on to some of that inventory. Maybe you bought beautiful things for July 4th and you're okay with being able to hold on to that cash in those boxes until June 1st when you put it out for the next 4th of July. If your cash situation is different, if you are strapped and tight, and you're going to have to open in a couple weeks in September with a really low inventory of what people are interested in, but you've got a ton of inventory that they might not necessarily pay full price for right now, but it could fill your store, then I would say put that inventory out there, manage it in a way that makes sense with the fall, right? So like today, you guys, I'm wearing a tank top, okay? So a Navy tank top. This, maybe you would have bought something like this to put out for your spring opening in June. And you have a a pre-pack of these beautiful navy tank tops. Bring them out, layer them under an army green jacket or a cardigan that you have in, sell it as a layering piece and turn that inventory back into cash that you can reinvest. The last thing you wanna do is open a store with not enough inventory, but you've got boxes of it, boxes of that cash sitting in your back room. That makes zero sense, okay? Sometimes our best loss is our first loss and we just need to cut that loss, get the cash out, purchase what we need and move forward. All right, giveaways. We're gonna talk about giveaways. I wanna mention this because this is, um, have you guys ever played Club Cranium? <laughs> Total random thought that I had right before I jumped on because of this quote I'm gonna say. Um, Club Cranium, who's played that? Like give me a thumbs up or, you know, like where you can either, do the little modeling putty, or you could draw, or what was some of the other, there was like four different things that you could do to play. Anyway, um, there's a saying in it, when you draw a card, it says, everybody plays this club cranium. Do you guys remember that? Like from that game, everyone plays this club cranium. It means the entire room gets to play. That's what is gonna happen with this next giveaway, okay? I wanna let you know that anybody that signs up for the boutique workshop before midnight tomorrow will get a bonus one-on-one coaching call with me, okay? That is a giveaway for every single person. And I know a few of you just signed up yesterday and you just signed up like even before I jumped on, you'll get the bonus coaching call too. So Emily's keeping track of all of our new members. If you are a new member to the Boutique Workshop and you sign up before tomorrow at midnight, you'll get a bonus one-on-one coaching call with me. And you guys... There's nothing better. It's so much fun. I send you my calendar. You book a 30-minute slot that works for you. We jump on the call, and we can accomplish so much in 30 minutes. So I learn a little bit about your boutique. You bring your problem that you want to solve, and I coach just you. So everybody plays this club cranium. Anyone who signs up for the boutique workshop before midnight tomorrow will get that bonus one-on-one coaching call with me. Um, The retail price on that, so the original price, if you just wanted to book one, is $250, okay? So it's a really good giveaway, it's an awesome bonus. You wanna get that bonus coaching call. So make note of that and make sure if you need the link for signing up that you ask for the link here, Emily will get it to you. um, So you can sign up for workshop membership before midnight tomorrow. All right, let's go to our next question. Betsy um, didn't really have (coughs) a specific question, but I wrote what Betsy said down here because I wanted to remember to bring back conversation that we had started a little bit this morning on the group coaching Zoom call about gift card ideas, okay? So I saw someone yesterday ask, should I sell gift cards? Absolutely yes, all the time, do it, okay? So a gift card, think about it this way, a gift card is like a mini loan from your customers. It really is, right? Someone comes in, they give you a $20 bill. You give them a piece of paper if it's a gift certificate or you give them a little card if it's an actual card that you swiped. They gave you $20 and you in exchange, give them the ability to exchange that card or that certificate at a later date for inventory. They're giving you a mini loan, okay? You should always, always, always sell gift cards. You should always, sell gift cards or gift certificates if you don't have a system that can actually ring up a card, sell a gift certificate, just keep track of them, right? So when it comes to gift cards or gift certificates, yes, absolutely, you wanna have this as part of your business. Now, creatively, this kinda of goes back to what Anne asked about what kind of marketing could I do, and I said I'm not one that's like, just go spend a ton of money um, to in order to spend money to make money, other than investing in yourself and your business like joining the boutique workshop, something like that, that's you're exchanging money because you're gonna learn the principles and the tool that are gonna help you build your business and make money. That's very different than, I'm just gonna throw money at an ad because I gotta spend money to make money. Okay, there's no intention with that and we talked about being intentional yesterday. So, being creative with gift cards can be one of the most amazing opportunities to market and advertise your business without spending a dime on marketing or advertising. So here's what we would do at my boutique. We started this way back in, I think we opened in 2006. I think I started at the first Christmas. It could have been the next one. So seven or six or seven. Um, So right when we launched, we would do buy one, get one free gift cards. So all of you guys know, you can go to Applebee's at Christmas. You spend 50, you get $10. You spend 100, you get $20. You spend 50, you get five. I said, no, I want to be so amazingly different. I want to create chatter so that my customers are advertising my business for me because this is such an amazing, like what is going on offer that people can't help but spread the word. And so we did buy one free, buy one, get one free gift cards. You buy a $20 gift card, you get $20 for free. You buy a $50 gift card, you get 50 for free. Now, remember what I told you a minute ago, that gift cards are like mini loans from your customer. So think of the gift card event like this, BOGO gift card event. So we started doing it one day, and then we ended up by the, you know, after a decade of doing it, we would have lines out the door before we started. We, all we had to do, like people would ask us in September, are you doing your BOGO gift card event? Like it got to be a pretty phenomenal experience in the city that I was in. Everybody knew about it. Um, so we would do it for two days and we ended up putting some caveats on there. Um, I think you could only buy four, four, four $15 gift cards and get four, fifteen free. We limited it after I had one customer buy an $800 gift card and get an 800 free. I was like, okay, I might need to just limit that a little bit. But think of what I said as gift cards are like mini loans from your customers. So essentially, you're getting a bunch of cash in. Remember, November cash in customers. So we would always do our gift card event in November. We would do it the first or the second, I think it was the second week, on a Wednesday and a Thursday, so that people spent their money with me before they'd go spend their money on Black Friday Big Box, on the mall, on all of the competition, they'd start thinking about holidays and spending their money with me, okay? So we would do it, I think it was the second weekend of November, we do a Wednesday and a Thursday, BOGO gift cards. Essentially, we were selling like a 50% off coupon, right? If someone, let's say they bought a 15, get a 15 free, so for $15, they get $30 worth of product. Everyone in this room knows that if you mark up your inventory more than two times, which you need to do, and we talk about in the boutique Workshop, right? you get that over 50% margin. At worst case scenario, worst case scenario, which you know people always overspend their gift cards, so worst case scenario, you sell $30 worth of product for 15, you're still making money, and guess what? You have 100% conversion on that person when they come in. Most likely, most, most likely they're gonna overspend. Because we would do buy one, get one free gift cards, we encourage people to give them away. And because we would limit it to smaller amounts, so when we did bigger amounts, a lot of times our customers would come in, which again, it was a loan from them. I loved getting their $100 and hoping they didn't spend it for a little while anyway, right? But when we said, you know, we're gonna limit it to $15 increments and you can buy four and get four free, I think is what we ended up doing as we refined the program. Those $15 gift cards, what did they do with them? they gave them away. It's the perfect teacher gift. It's the perfect babysitter gift. It's the perfect gift for stocking stuffers for their sisters and their grandmas and all of the things, right? And so what happened? Our BOGO gift card event not only made our customers love us, created chatter all over the city, it helped us market and advertise our store to people who never would have come in otherwise but now they have a gift card to spend. They're gonna bring that $15 in, they're gonna overspend it, now I have their email address, now I've done a phenomenal job of helping them customer service wise, they have now become a customer of mine, and all it cost me was 50% off of the total product if they only bought what that value was worth, and we know that they always overspend, right? So think of things like this that can be super creative, when you create events. And these are the things that we're gonna work on and talk about. Those are the only nuggets I'm gonna give you guys. Gave you lots of white Wednesday info, gave you lots of BOGO gift card fun and facts and info. If you want the other good stuff, if you wanna help work through all of those things, you have to be in the boutique workshop because this is what we're gonna be working on. How do we take creative things like this that no other boutique in your community is doing and set you apart in the months of October, November, December, and January? All right. Jennifer had another question um, how do I build followers for my store Facebook and Instagram And this was similar to the cu- the question that Katie had. Katie, oh boy, I wrote your last name out. It's SCH something because my writings so messy. So Katie SCH something um, you sent in a question similar to that how do I find customers I'm online again, this is exactly what we're gonna be going over in the Boutique Workshop, because it's all about profiling who your customer is first, right? We all struggle with how do I get more customers? Well, if you don't know who your core customer is, it's really hard to find more of them. We can find lots of people, right? And that's what all of us do. We, we talk to lots and lots of people, but if they're not your people, they don't hear what you have to say. They don't see what you're posting. It goes right past them because it means nothing to them. So we need to find who those core customers are and then we create amazing events, right? Which are just intentional activities. We talked about that yesterday and we draw those customers in with those intentional activities. All right, let's see here. You are so welcome, Jennifer. You are so welcome. Awesome, awesome, okay, good, okay. I have one more question here. I can't believe how fast it goes when I just talk. (laughs) Talk and talk and talk, I love this though. All right, question from, how do I spell her last name? Oh boy, Shireen Bouget, I think, I don't know. Um, You and I were messaging on DM, so this is your question. If you're there and I'll take you afterwards if you're not listening Um, but you asked how much inventory should you have for black friday? And what is a good percent to raise the price after the holiday or should prices stay the same or different? So I believe you have a new store or you're just launching this holiday season So how much inventory should you have for black friday? This is based off your sales goal So you want to figure out how much you want to sell Because if you want to have a black friday where you're going to sell let's say five thousand dollars and if you sold every single piece of inventory that you own right now, all you could make on it was $1,000, you're not gonna make your goal. So you first wanna look at your goal, and again, I have a formula for this um, that we work through in the boutique workshop where we get a little more detailed, but it's based around your goal if you're online. So you wanna know what your goal is, and then within reason, you wanna have enough inventory to sell to make that goal. So that's the answer to your first question. Second question was um, pricing for Black Friday. Should you raise the price after the holiday season? So I didn't like do this, I don't, I'm not one that like plays around with inventory. I don't play around with much, you guys. You probably figured that out, like straight shooter. It is what it is. So if I had inventory for Black Friday, I didn't do like 20% off the whole store, or 50%, like people just are so sick of that stuff and they don't wanna calculate what's 15% off of whatever. It's not enough to make a difference. If you're gonna do a sale, like an amount off, I like dollar amounts better. So $10 off everything on this rack or this rack, $20, right? And maybe regular, it's like all $42.99 or something like that. And it's like a $20 rack. That's easy. People need easy. It needs to be easy, quick, and convenient, okay? And I'm not one to play around with stuff. So I didn't bring inventory in, mark it down, then mark it up. It is what it is. So the inventory that would come in for Black Friday, I like to intentionally buy it. So if I'm going to sell like a $10, I'm gonna have a $10 rack, I would look for an overstock off price inventory deal right now and I would purchase that inventory for Black Friday. So maybe it you know I go to my vendor and they have a bunch of these in three different colors broken prepacks I don't care doesn't matter to me right There's some smalls extra smalls larges whatever There's not and so I can get an amazing deal on them I get them for five bucks They're usually you know wholesale maybe is usually fifteen or something I purchase them bring them in That would be my Black Friday deal. Everybody plays this club cranium, right? You all get an amazing jacket for $15. I'm still making my margin on it. They're making a, a deal and a steal on it. It goes on on Black Friday. And then I would leave it priced as it is and sell the rest of it. I wouldn't then mark it up. Um, I think that can be really annoying to customers when you're marking down and marking up. So be intentional with what you're purchasing. It does not mean though that you can't have maybe a flash sale in your store. So this Saturday, Everything in the store is buy one, get one free. That's actually an amazing way also, just another trick to sell volume. So if you're really looking, Jennifer, this might work for you. Instead of marking your inventory down, bring, actually you should do this, Jennifer. And then you should post about it because I want to see how it would go. So if I were you, I would do this. I would bring in all of the summer inventory I have. I put it beautifully on racks, merchandise it beautifully. And then I would do like a three day event where everything is buy one, get one free. Because essentially then you're selling it for like 50% off, maybe not even. You're getting your money out of it, but people are taking multiple items. So that's the nice with, nice with anything BOGO, you're selling more than one thing. So you're not letting them come in and just like buy one thing for $10 in order to get that buy one, get one free, they have to buy one, to get one free. And then you want to say, you know, the more expensive item is the one that you pay for. But, um, so that's something that you could do for black Friday. You could have a buy one, get one free. That way you're not really marking down, marking up. It's more of an event sale or, you know, this entire rack is $30 for this day only. Um, or I purchased this product. This is black Friday inventory and it's this price um, for this particular amount of time. All right, Christy, do you set any stipulations on the BOGO gift cards for when they come back to spend it, like regular price only? That's a great question. I didn't. Again, I am a fuss-free, straight shooting, it is what it is. I don't like adding a ton of caveats and rules and regulations to things because if it's too confusing for people, they're not going to do it. And my goal is that my customers, even now, like you guys, I want you to have the most simple easy to and easy to understand process for everything. I don't want it to be like, you can do this if you're that, and you can do this if you're that. Like, here's what you get, here's what it is, it's available to everybody. And I did the same thing in my store. So with the gift cards, I just look at my customers. I think it comes from, I've thought about this before, so I think it comes from having an attitude of gratitude and thankfulness for the people that support my business. And I think when business owners, and I've seen this in boutique owners, get so chintzy and tight and don't want to be, I don't know what the word is, like don't want, don't want to be giving and open because they're always afraid they're going to miss out on a dollar. Like your customers feel that and people don't want to support that. And so this is just totally my opinion. This is not like scientifically measured by me and there's no spreadsheet for it. Um, this is just my opinion and what I've seen. But when you have, it's, it's like the same thing with a boss. When you have someone that like has to watch every single minute that you're clocked in and clocked out and never trust your people, your people feel that. And people feel when you're generous. That's the word I'm looking for. When you have a generous spirit and our customers feel that generosity too. So I did it, Christy. I mean, what we did, we had actual gift cards that we rang up in our POS. Like I said, we ended up limiting like how many in the denomination just to make it super simple. Um, So you could buy a total of, I think it was four fifteen dollars and get four fifteen free or something like that each day because we would have people literally that would come day one and they come back and get their you know their next eight and the next day and I'm like whatever, but that was really the only rules. Give them to who you want. And here's the thing: Are you going to have customers that take advantage of you? Absolutely, a hundred percent yes. Do I have customers right now in my you know business that would take advantage of me? Yes, because people are people. You're always going to have someone who's gonna try to take advantage, but I don't care. Cause the ma- the vast majority of the people that I get the privilege of working with or I had the privilege of helping in my store were good, amazing people. And I wanted to believe that that was the, the majority instead of always looking over my shoulder thinking someone was gonna screw me. Cause that's just not a way to build a business and it's not a way to live life. Um, And so in my business, yes, there were people who would buy all eight of them and use them for themselves. And I knew who they were. (laughs) They'd come to the counter and I'm like, okay, so you know, you're buying your 50% off coupon and I know you're not giving them away, which Bogo, we want you to give them away. But then I would think, but here's the thing, you're spending money with me, right? You could go spend money on gift cards somewhere else. You could never shop in my store, but you're choosing to." be smart with your money, you know, and buy yourself 50% off coupons. And so I would just smiling, you know, give them and serve them. I had one employee, it was really hard for her. She'd always be like, Sierra, why do you let them do that? And I'm like, okay, but they're shopping with us. They're giving us their money. And 99% of the people that come in are using the BOGO sale the way we want them to. And so we're just gonna leave it like it is. So hopefully that helps you. Um, Just with a lot of things in business, it's really easy for us when we do get screwed over, when people do take advantage of us, with our return policies, right? With, um, you know, this was damaged and it's not really, and then they throw a big sink. It's really easy for us to become cynical. So I wanna leave you with this, you guys today, which I had no intention of talking about, but I think it's important. Um, I wanna leave you with a challenge to make sure that your hearts stay soft to your people. To remember that without your customers, you don't have a business. I used to tell my um, my employees every time, we almost every time we'd have a team meeting, if we don't have people that come through the door, you don't get a paycheck. Like you aren't paid by me. You're paid by every single person that walks in. And so whether you like the way they look or how they talk to you or <laughs> the attitude that they bring into the store or not, They're choosing amongst a lot of choices to come into our store and support us. And so treat them that way with a, you know, a generous heart and a happy spirit. And don't let yourselves become cynical because I've seen so many business owners that get so cynical and so not trusting and that really eats away at the core and the heart of having an amazing business that thrives. Okay. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today. Like I said, I had no intention of talking about that, but you know what? This all happens for a reason. Hey, boutique owner. Are you ready to go from drowning in busy work to dreaming about the future? Simple Strategies Group creates automated marketing systems that work 24-7 so you do not have to. And you know how important I tell you it is to have automated, simplified systems. And that's why you need to get a hold of Liz. Liz Whitehead is a certified Clavio Master Silver Partner as well as a certified PostScript Partner. She knows her stuff. She works with e-commerce product-based businesses to implement email and text marketing strategies that build trust. And nurture your customer relationships. She wants to do this for you so that you can start to focus on the front lines of your boutique business. So visit Simple dot com for more info. That's simplestrategiesgroup.com. dot com. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. Remember that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the Boutique Workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.